Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. When this team, the Indianapolis Colts, starts playing football, will Jonathan Taylor be with them? Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Jonathan Taylor meets with Jim Ursay for an hour. Next thing you know, he wants the trade request. Then there's the insanity of the tweets, and you've got Taylor's uh, agent smack-talking Jim Irsay. Then you've got Jonathan Taylor saying, you know, these people saying I got back problems. I don't have any back problems. My back is fine. Maybe your back has got a problem. And then you have Jim Irsay putting out, and I'm quoting here, if I die tonight and Jonathan Taylor is out of the league, no one is going to miss us. The league goes on. We know that. The National Football League rolls on. It doesn't matter who comes and who goes, and it's a privilege to be a part of it. I don't even know what that means. I've got Matt Bear. I have got producer Jonathan, uh, who, who does uh, the podcast uh, Shooting the, the, the Schmidt. Uh, there, you, you can get the podcast. You can download that wherever you find your podcast, Shooting the, the Schmidt. I think I got it right, Jonathan. Did I get that the name right? That is right, yes. I got it right. Kurt Darling, I think, is in the room uh, right now as well. If not, he, sh- he should be. I am. Uh, here, here's, here's the question before us. Uh, and uh, Kurt Darling, I will start with you if you're, if you're there. Uh, uh, is is who, who's guilty here? Is Jonathan Taylor and and his agent just out of their head? Because Jonathan Taylor wants more money. Is Jim Irsay just being ridiculous and obstinate and trying to create a, a better deal? And now you've got the uh, the idea that Taylor wants to be traded. Who's coming out looking better in this? Well, from the outset of this, Tony, I've been of the opinion that the Colts have far more power in this particular situation than Jonathan Taylor. And the reason why is because Taylor still has one year left on his rookie contract. It was a pretty favorable rookie contract that he signed when he was drafted by the Colts. So, But fast forward to today, obviously a lot of running backs are being are getting a little bit of the stigma right now because and you see it with the other contract negotiations going on right now point to Saquon Barkley for example he just caved and signed a one-year contract with his team after he was the most outspoken about wanting to get more money yes that's the New York Giants yes. and it was a one-year 11 million dollar deal it was going to be a one-year 10.1 million dollar deal and he decided to fight for another 900 grand which admittedly a lot of money, but in the world of football, not so much. But he's also getting a lot of incentives in that contract. For example, if he rushes for 1,300 yards in a single season, he gets an extra $300,000. So, but bottom line, but still overall here, and on top of that, you throw this this back pain discussion with Stephen Holder's article from ESPN, whether he did or didn't. Overall, Tony, it seems to me, somebody's lying, obviously, now, who that is it remains to be seen, but still, it it definitely looks it makes it makes Jonathan Taylor, in my opinion, look not exactly in the most favorable light right now. And that's and, 
Uh, Kurt, that's the story. Jonathan, I move it over to you. It's that Jonathan Taylor doesn't look like a good guy coming out of this. And as people like like Jason Hammer, of course, from Hammer and Nigel, have been discussing on social media and others, is this Jonathan Taylor or is this his agent who is not doing Jonathan Taylor any favors? Ooh, um, I would say it's probably a little bit of both. Probably the agent more than anything, because I feel like anytime in any sport when we see these these contract disputes, it's mainly driven by agents. And now at the same time, Jonathan Taylor's obviously performed really well. He's right to want to get paid. Uh, but at the same time, you have to face the reality of running backs simply don't get paid anymore in the NFL. When we go back to 2020, all the contracts were reset. In terms of market value, Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, guys like that, signed these new contracts for $16 million. And now you got Saquon Barkley, who's arguably the best running back in the league right now, only signing a one-year deal, one year, one year deal for $11 million. And so... I think it's mainly driven by the agents, but I do think that both Jonathan Taylor and the agent are right in fighting for a new contract. Fighting for a new contract is different than telling Jim Irsay that he's a punk and and uh, and a liar and he can kiss off because, I mean, that's what it looks like. That's ex- I mean, t- tell me I- I'm wrong in this. This this is the course of negotiations these days. Go to social media and 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 call somebody a bitch. I'm not going to tell I mean, you you're wrong. I, I, you know, you're right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm talking the theoretical. That's insane. That's, in, that's an insanely bad idea if you don't have a plan B. That's about how much you can leverage a dude. And your argument, and Kurt, your argument is uh, Jonathan Taylor doesn't have the leverage here. He doesn't. And, um, I mean, he has a little bit of leverage. Obviously, he's the athlete, and so the athlete is what the team needs to actually perform. But still... The Colts, they have all the, they have most of the power here. And if JT decides not to play, then he gets fined. It's 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 as simple as that. And then he ends up coming out worse for wear when it comes to the money that he eventually wants to get. And so bottom bottom line is JT's gonna have to do something, maybe settle for a two year extension or something like that. And but you know, we saw this play out before with Le'Veon Bell before 2020. He signed a fat four-year contract extension for 44 million dollars with the Jet or with the uh, was it the Chiefs or the Jets, Jonathan? Do you remember? I thought. It, wait, wasn't that so? He he held out for a year with the Steelers. That's yes. right. Yeah. And, and then he went, I believe, to the Jets. Yes. Yeah, but 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 still, my point remains, though. He ended up going goes to the Jets, and he flames out after two years. And so the the teams are in are in more of a predicament to actually protect themselves financially because of the questionable longevity that a running back provides. And so that's one of the big stick, uh, sticking points here when it comes to this discussion. This is the story. This is the drama of Indianapolis right now, and everybody with a take. Uh, the only take that's been universal is that it's possible that Jonathan Taylor's agent is just really bad at this, but the guy has crazy successes in the UFC and, and other places, and he got the deal for a guy by the name of Shaquille Leonard. Maybe you've seen pictures. So <laughs> we'll see if he knows what he's doing better than the rest of us. Uh, Jonathan Smith, uh, Shooting the Schmidt podcast. Find it where you find your podcast. Kurt Darling, uh, he, he's a racing guy, but he can do well with the football <laughs> stuff. Well done. Well played. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning.